invite on tonight. Again, we're going to open up to Genesis chapter 16, and we'll pray and we will get started. <clears throat> and as we uh, pray, we're going to continue with, we'd say, part two of supernatural assistance of angels, the supernatural assistance of angels. So if you turn me to Genesis chapter 16, I'm going to be looking at the New Living Translation, and uh, we'll start at verse 7. Let's go to God in prayer, prepare our hearts. Father, we just thank you for another opportunity to spend time in your word, to, uh, to glean from your word, to be empowered by your word. Your word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. But we thank you for our first family, our apostle. We just continue to lift them up to you and continue to bless them and the business and the ministry and family in every area. We speak your blessing upon the people on the listeners here today that you would uh, minister to their needs. Father, you speak beyond me and you would give them the answers, uh, whatever they need, Father, here today to help them to go to the next level to, to build their faith in you. We thank you, Father, in advance, Holy Spirit, that, uh, uh, that you would teach us and you would enlighten us today. And we praise you and we thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Praise God. <clears throat> Praise God. Again, we're going to be uh, looking at, say, part two, the supernatural assistance of angels, the supernatural assistance of angels. <clears throat> and uh, again, we're going to look at Genesis 16. We'll start there. We'll talk about some of the things that we have talked about, and then we'll go further. Uh, but in Genesis 16, uh, verse 7, the point I want to remind you of here is that the angels, again, the, the, there's, the, they're supernatural beings. They're messengers from God. Uh, they're an envoy uh, invo who was sent by God, but angels bring comfort uh, and hope and a message from God. So angels bring comfort and hope uh, and the message from God. So here in Genesis 16, New Living Translation, verse 7, uh, it starts off saying, uh, the angel of the Lord found Hagar. So one thing, the angels can find you. Uh, the angel of the Lord found Hagar beside a spring of water uh, in the wilderness along the road to Shur. Uh, verse 8, the angel said to her, Hagar, Sarah's servant, where have you come from and where are you going? Uh, I'm running away from my mistress, Sarah, she replied. And I'm reading out the New Living Translation. Verse 9, the angel of the Lord said to her, return to your mistress and submit to her authority. Verse 10, then he added, I will give you more descendants that you can count. So releasing the promise of God. And then verse 11, the angel also said, you are now pregnant and you will give birth to a son. You are to name him Ishmael, which means God hears, for the Lord has heard the cry of your distress. So notice the angel is coming in to, to, her, uh, to her distress and bringing her a comfort and bringing her hope. Verse 12 goes on to say, this son of yours will be a wild man as untamed as a, as a wild donkey. He will raise his fist against everyone, and everyone will be against him. Yes, he will live in open hostility against all his relatives. Verse 13, thereafter, Hagar used another name to refer to the Lord who had spoken to her. And, and we know it's spoken to her through, through the angel, through the messengers. Uh, these angels assist the Father, assist the Lord, and carry out his assignment. Uh, she said, you are the God who sees me. And uh, the Hebrew word is El Roi. She also said, I have truly seen the one who sees me, verse 14. So the well was named uh, 
Be'er Laharoi, which means the well of the living one who sees me, and it can still be found between Kadesh and uh, Barrett. And so uh, the angels, one of the things that they do is they bring comfort and hope uh, uh, and, the, and the message and a message from God. And so uh, this, this angel uh, assisted Hagar with divine intervention for destiny. Because it goes on to say, you're going, you're going to give birth and you're going to have uh, the, there's going to be many descendants that's going to, that's going to come. Uh, Ishmael does have a purpose. His, his name uh, is God is. And so uh, the angel is assisting uh, this person, this, this person on earth in, in walking out the destiny that, that God has for him. And so thank God we have angels who, who will assist us. Uh, not only will they give us comfort and hope, but they are a part of helping us to see the destiny that God has ahead of us, that we can walk it out and bring glory and honor to him. So thank God for the angels that God has given. Uh, this is another thing that he's given us to help us in our journey. The Bible says God has given us all things that pertain to life and to godliness. And so angels are a part of one of the things that he has given us that pertains to life and to godliness. Uh, go with me to Genesis chapter 21. Hallelujah, Genesis 21. I'm going to still be in the New Living Translation. Uh, another point I want to bring out here is that angels can bring supernatural manifestation to meet physical need. Again, angels can bring supernatural manifestation to meet physical need. So here in Genesis uh, chapter 21, New Living Translation, verse 17, but God heard the boy crying and the angel of God called to Hagar from heaven. Hagar, what's wrong? Don't be afraid. God has heard the boy crying as he lies there. Verse 18, go to him and comfort him, for I will make a great nation from his descendants. So again, there's the destiny part that the angel is relaying to Hagar. Verse 19, then God opened Hagar's eyes and she saw a well full of water. So they were out in the desert. And, and the boy was, was about to die. In verse uh, 19, then God opened Hagar's eyes and she saw a well full of water. She quickly filled her water container and gave the boy a drink. In verse 20, and God was with the boy as he grew up in the wilderness uh, and he became a skillful archer. Uh, and then verse 21, and he settled in the wilderness of Paran. His mother arranged for him to marry a woman from the land of, of Egypt. So again, the angel brings supernatural manifestation uh, to meet physical needs. So in this case, there was a thirst, who, uh, uh, pretty, pretty much dying from thirst, and God used the angel to bring supernatural manifestation to meet that physical need. And just on a side note, I always uh, like to think about it as single parents or even as parents, uh, that Hagar's role as a parent in Ishmael's life was to help him to get into his, his, his life's work. I always like to think about our, our life's work. So it said in verse 20, he became a skillful archer. So that was his life's work. And then, he, uh, and then also in verse 21, his mother arranged him to marry a woman from the land of Egypt, his life's mate. And so I believe those are two uh, prayer targets, those things that I try to embrace uh, to pray for uh, the, the, the children's to, the, to, to land into or to discover their life's work as well as their life's mate that they are to, to be with. 
And so Hagar was used in those two areas. But the, the overall point that I'm bringing out is that the angel can bring supernatural manifestation to meet physical need. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So angels are there to assist us. Uh, go with me. To, we're still in Genesis. Now go to Genesis chapter 31. Genesis 31. I'm still in the New Living Translation. And um, I'm looking at verse 10. Uh, Genesis 31, New Living Translation, starting at verse 10. Uh, the point I want to bring out here is that angels can assist in giving creative ideas for business or work. The angels can assist in giving creative ideas or you can say creative solutions for business uh, or work or business and work. So the angels can assist in that. So look at this in Genesis 31 and verse 10, uh, New Living Translation. It says, one time during the mating season, I, this is talking about Jacob, I had a dream and I saw the male goats mating with the females. Uh, uh, I saw that the, the male goats mating with the females were streaked, speckled, and spotted. Verse 11, then in my dream, the angel of God said to me, the angel of God said to me, Jacob, and I replied, yes, here I am. Verse 12, the angel said, look up and you will see that only the streaked, speckled and spotted males are mating with the females of your flock, for I have seen how Laban has treated you. And so he gets this dream, uh, he gets this, uh, this uh, creative idea, this creative solution, uh, for business, and he's, he's he's pretty much set himself to work on commission. Every every uh, everyone that 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 is uh, spotted and speckled and streaked are the ones that uh, I will keep. Says Jacob to Laban, and Laban agrees to this to this uh, to this deal, thinking that he's going to have an advantage. But uh, God gives gives this dream and this revelation uh, to Jacob, and Jacob comes becomes wealthy. So through this supernatural idea. Uh, with the assistance of angels, uh, his business, if you will, or his work begins to flourish, it begins to prosper. And so we have the angels who can assist us in our work assignments. Think about your work assignment, my work assignment, the things that we have to do. Uh, we can have a, a supernatural success, hallelujah, in our business or in our work as we tap into supernatural realm which is where the angels operate in the supernatural realm. And they can bring creative ideas, creative solutions that don't make sense to the natural mind, but can help us to supersede or to accelerate in our business or in our work as we'll tune into heaven and get heaven's solutions. How many know that heaven is, a, is, is more superior than earth? And so heaven solutions are superior to earth problems or earth situations. And so the angels can assist us in giving us those creative ideas. So we have to release our faith. God, give me an idea. Give me a dream. Give me a solution. Give me a heaven solution for this situation. And, and uh, uh, Jacob was against the wall. But God gives him a supernatural uh, idea that helps him to break through. And he becomes a wealthy individual. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So the angels can be a part of assisting us in that area. Uh, let's go further. Let's go to uh, Genesis uh, chapter 48 and uh, verse 14. Still some review and then we're going to move forward. Uh, Genesis 48 and then we're going to look at verse 14. Look at this in the Amplified Bible. Genesis 48 and verse 14 in Amplified. And the point I want to bring out here is that angels 
can help protect you from every harm. Hallelujah. Angels can help protect you from every harm. Angels can help protect you from every harm. Uh, Genesis 48, we'll start there, and then we'll talk about another uh, passage just related to you. But in Genesis 48, and Amplified, starting at verse 14, uh, and Israel reached uh, out his right hand and laid it on the head of, of Ephraim, who was the younger, and his left hand on Manasseh's head, crossing his hands intentionally, for Man Manasseh was the firstborn, so his crossing his hand. Then Jacob blessed Joseph and said, God himself, before whom my fathers Abraham, Isaac, uh, lived and walked habitually, God himself, who has been my shepherd and who has led and fed me from the time I came into being until this day, verse 16, the redeeming angel, that is the angel, the redeemer, not a created being, but the Lord himself, who has redeemed me continually from every evil, bless the lads. And he goes on to bless them and he says, and my name will be perpetuated in them. May they be worthy of having their names coupled with mine and the names of my fathers, Abraham and Isaac, and let them become a multitude in the midst of the earth. But he, he's rejoicing uh, that the angel uh, has redeemed him continually from every evil. And of course, I'm reminded of Psalm 91, something that we use on the regular basis that the Bible says in Psalm 91 that he gives his angels charge over you to keep you in all of your ways. And so the angels can supernaturally protect us. And, um, you know, some, some things I'm aware of, of how I've been protected as I've, as, I've, as I've been driving and some things I'm not even aware of. And so God has sent his angels to protect all of us from dangers, as they say, seen and unseen. He's, he has his angels on assignment, keeping us in all of our ways and protecting us. So thank God for the supernatural assistance of angels. We're doing what, uh, what we cannot do in our natural ability. They supernaturally can come alongside and be a part of our protection. You know, in the natural, you have uh, uh, security guards that, that's protecting uh, human beings, individuals. Well, in the supernatural, we have security guards, hallelujah, who are protecting us as we go about, as we release our faith for the angels to keep us and to protect us. And they respond to the word of the Lord, God's word. As we speak it out in faith, the angels are attracted to God's word. Their only, uh, only, only DNA is to, is to fulfill God's word. And so as we're speaking his words, hallelujah, the angels are working with us uh, and in assignment. So if we want to uh, unloose uh, their hands, speak God's word over every situation, and the angels are there to back up God's word at whatever the situation is. Hallelujah. So thank God as we align ourselves with God's word, his angels are aligning themselves with us to help carry out of the will and the word of God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Let's go a little further. Go with me now to Exodus chapter uh, 14. <clears throat> Exodus 14. And uh, we'll start at verse 18. I'm still being the Amplified Bible. Uh, angels, uh, Exodus chapter 14. And the Amplified Bible starting at verse 18. Here I want to bring out the point is that angels are used to protect a people or a nation supernaturally. Angels are used to protect a, a people or a nation supernaturally. And here in uh, Exodus 14 and verse 18, it says, The Egyptians shall know and realize that I am the Lord when I have gained honor and glory over Pharaoh, his chariots, 
and his horsemen. In verse 19, and the angel of God who went before the host of Israel moved and went behind them, and the pillar of, of cloud went before them and stood behind them. And so this angel is here protecting them from the Egyptian army who was coming back to take the nation of Israel back. And the Israel, uh, Pharaoh had finally let them go and they were going, they were going forward. And, and the Egyptians said, no, we're going to take them back, bring these slaves back to us. But the angel supernaturally assisted this nation of people. And in verse 19, it says, the angel of God who went before the host of Israel moved and went behind them and the pillow cloud went before them and stood behind them. And then notice here in verse 20, and coming between the host of Israel and uh, the host of Egypt and the host of Israel. So the angel is between the two hosts or the two groups of people, Egypt and Israel. And verse 20 goes on to say, it was a cloud and darkness to eat to the Egyptians. It was darkness to them, but it gave light by night to the Israelites. And the one host did not come near the other all night. And this was setting them up for God to open up the Red Sea to bring the nation of Israel over uh, into safety and into total physical freedom. And then, and then the Egyptian army who tried to pursue them was drowned. But the angels were assisting in this supernatural deliverance of this nation. And so we can pray for our nation that supernatural angelic assistance that God could assist us as we uh, 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 purpose to align ourselves with the, with the will and purpose of God. He can assist us in our nation, assist us in our city and, and in our state as we release our faith. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Uh, go with me now to Exodus uh, chapter uh, 23, and uh, we'll go to the New Living uh, Translation here. Uh, here, uh, the point I want to bring out is that angels can assist us in our journey to our destiny in God and help us to overcome the enemies uh, who are blocking our path. The angels can assist us uh, on our journey to our destiny in God and can help us overcome the enemies that are blocking our path. Here in Exodus 23, New Living Translation in verse 20, it says, see, I'm sending an angel before you to protect you on your journey and to lead you safely to the place that I have prepared for you. I'm going to skip down to verse 22. But if you're careful to obey him and follow all my instructions, then I will be an enemy to your enemies, and I will oppose those who oppose you. So those who are trying to block your path, the angels can come in to assist us in the destiny that God has for us, the destiny for our family, the destiny. We're talking about freedom this year, the supernatural freedom that God has for us. We know that the enemy wants to block us and try to uh, keep us from getting into those those states and, and, and statuses of freedom, whether it's in our finances or in our health or uh, in our jobs or in our career or in our ministry uh, or in our nation, whatever it is, uh, uh, we know that there are enemies who are trying to oppose us, but the angels can assist us in our journey to our death and they can help to break us free. So he says, uh, I'll be an enemy to your enemies and I'll oppose those who, who oppose you. Verse 23, he goes on to say, how is this going to happen? For my angel will go before you and bring you into the land of the Amorites, the Hittites, the Perizzites, the Canaanites, the Hebites, the Jebusites, so that you may live there and I will destroy them completely. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So you'll have these angels working to destroy those who are opposing us from getting into our destiny. 
Hallelujah. I think I said before, uh, it's like uh, on the football uh, field, it's getting ready for the, uh, uh, the the National Football, the Super Bowl coming up. Um, you have you have the the, the 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 blockers on the line who who are blocking, so the quarterback can can throw the ball and get the receiver. And so we have the the angels who are assisting us, who can go before us to open up those pathways, open up uh, the journey, open up the lane, open up the pass for us. To, so that we can go forward. They can block all those things that is, that's trying to block us and become an enemy to our enemies so that we can reach, if you will, that touchdown for God so we can make that goal for God that God has for us. So God has his angels to help to assist us in getting into our, in, in, in reaching our journey and our destiny for God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Now go with me to Daniel chapter uh, eight and uh, we're going to look at verse 15 in the New Living Translation. Daniel chapter 8, a New Living Translation, starting in verse 15. Uh, the point I want to remind myself here is that angels can be used as messengers to bring revelation or, or uh, uh, re revelation or disclosure of visions. Uh, angels can be used as messengers to bring revelation or disclosure of visions. Angels can be used as the messengers. So here in da Daniel chapter 8, New Living Translation, starting at verse 15. And as I, Daniel, was trying to understand the meaning of this vision, someone who looked like a man stood in front of me. So, so you can imagine Daniel, he's trying to understand this, this vision that he saw. And uh, he said, someone who looked like a man stood in front of me. In verse 16, and I heard a human voice calling out from the Uli River, Gabriel, tell this man the meaning of this vision. Verse 17, and Gabriel approached the place where I was sit, where I was standing, and I became so terrified that I fell with my face to the ground. Son of man, he said, you must understand the events that you've seen in your vision. Uh, you must understand that the events you've seen in your vision relate to the time of the end. And so he had this vision, uh, something that was way beyond where he was, and he was wrestling, trying to understand it. And he says, as he was trying to understand the meaning of this vision, uh, there was an angel, and, and actually this, this angel is named, and his name is Gabriel. And Gabriel is, is sent to tell him the meaning of, of the vision that he has seen. And so again, angels can be used as messengers to bring revelation or disclosure of visions. And um, just on a side note, Gabriel is one of the leading angels. And I, I read that the name Gabriel literally means mighty one of God, or God has shown himself mighty. Uh, there are two uh, angels that, that's named that are read. Gabriel and Michael are the only two uh, angels that's named in the Bible. Uh, but we know that there are many, many thousands of innumerable angels. Uh, but both of, the, both of these angels, Gabriel and Michael, are, are referenced in, in Daniel's uh, life work as he's working uh, in, Babylon, in a Babylonian culture. Uh, that is an anti-God culture. Uh, but the angel came to assist Daniel with the revelation that he was seeking to understand. So glory to God. So angels can be used to, to bring revelation to us, to give us understanding uh, that we need. Hallelujah. Thank God for the angels that he's given us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Um, let's, let's go now to Luke uh, chapter 22. We continue to study a little bit more about angels. In Luke chapter 22, in the Amplified, I'm starting at verse uh, 39. Um, 
the point I want to bring out here is that angels can strengthen us in an intense time of struggle in submitting to the Father's will. Angels can come and strengthen us to reinforce us or, or to toughen us uh, in those intense times when, we, uh, when we're struggling to submit to the Father's will. So here in Luke 22 and verse 39, a familiar passage uh, in the Amplified, it says, and he came out and went as was his habit to the Mount of Olives and the disciples followed him. Verse 40 of Luke 22, when he arrived at the place called Gethsemane, this is Jesus, he said to them, pray continually that you fall not into temptation. Verse 40, 41, and uh, he withdrew from them about a stone's throw and knelt down and prayed. Verse 42, saying, Father, if you're willing, remove this cup of divine wrath for me, yet not my will, I like this in Amplified, but always your will be done. So Jesus is, is in this midst of a struggle, an intense struggle. Um, let me read verse 43 and then 44. Uh, He's in, midst, he's in the midst of this intense struggle. Verse 43, now an angel appeared to him from heaven, strengthening him. So this angel strengthened him uh, in verse 44. And being in deep, and being in agony, deep distress and anguish, almost to the point of death, he prayed more intently. And his sweat became like drops of blood falling down on the ground. So in uh, Jesus' intense time of struggle, of submitting to the Father's will, uh, he's saying, if you're willing, remove this cup from me. He's, he's, he's praying. He's crying out with an intense, uh, with a great intensity. But he says, uh, not my will, yet not my will, but your will always be done. So he, he had said in his mind, your will always be done. So he had committed himself to doing the Father's will. And in this struggle, verse 43 says, now an angel appeared to him from heaven, doing what? Strengthening him. The angel hardened him for the task that was ahead of him. This cup, uh, this this uh, this wrath that he was going to take on for humanity, and so he he was struggling. And yet God supernaturally had an angel to come and to strengthen him. And so in our times when we're struggling to submit to the Lord's will, there's 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 the flesh that's trying to pull pull us to go one way. And we know in our spirit that this is the will of God for us. And so we're struggling. We talk about the, the flesh and the spirit. There's that struggle. Well, we're, we're struggling. Well, God not only has his word and not only has his spirit that can help us. Remember, he's given us all things for life and godliness. The angel, one of the angels can come and strengthen us and give us the supernatural strength that we need so that we can continue on and go the next step, the next mile of God's uh, will for our lives, glory to God, hallelujah. And so in those times of, of struggle, the angels can come and toughen us and strengthen us and support us in those intense times so that we can submit to the Father's will and carry out his commands, carry out his directives for our lives, glory to God, hallelujah. Now continue on with me, go with me to um, Acts chapter five, Acts chapter five, and this, I'm gonna look at this in the King James Version. And we begin at verse 14. Acts chapter 5, and we're going to start at verse 14 in the King James Version. Hallelujah. In Acts chapter 5, 
the point I want to bring out here is that the angel uh, assisted supernaturally in freeing godly leader from prison. Hallelujah. The angel assisted supernaturally in freeing godly leaders from prison. And before I read here uh, in, in, in Acts chapter 5, uh, I also read that there, there are more direct references to uh, angels in the New Testament than there are in the Old Testament. There are more direct references to angels in the New Testament than there are in the Old Testament. Here in, 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 in Acts chapter 5, verse 14, the King James Version, and the believers were more added to the Lord, multitude, both of men and women. Um, and then verse 15, insomuch that they brought forth uh, the sick into the streets and, and laid them on beds and couches, that at, the, at least the shadow of Peter passing by might overshadow some of them. I, I, I love that. So uh, the six, so there was a supernatural vibe, there was healing that was coming forth. And that's where the church uh, is at its finest when, when we're operating in the healing, when we're operating in miracles. And uh, uh, there was so much growth, the Lord was adding, God was blessing, that they brought forth the sick into the streets. It's like they couldn't get them into the church. They're out in the streets. And we want to see God work out in the streets, hallelujah, out in the marketplace, out in the workplace. And they brought forth the sick into the street and laid them on beds and couches that at least the shadow of Peter passing by might overshadow some of them. So this was a glorious time. And then verse uh, 16, uh, there, there came also a multitude of cities round about unto Jerusalem, bringing sick folks which, uh, and, and them which were vexed with unclean spirits, and they were healed, everyone. Uh, verse uh, 17, then the high priest rose up and all that were with him which is uh, of the sect of the uh, Sadducees, and they were filled with indignation. In verse 18, they laid their hands on the apostles and put them in the common prison. And then verse um, 19, but the angel of the Lord by night opened the prison doors and brought them forth. Hallelujah. So the angel assisted supernaturally. He brought them forth and said, uh, verse 20, go stand and speak in the temple to the people the words of this life. And then uh, verse 21, when they heard that, they got, they entered into the temple early uh, in the morning and taught. But the high priest came and they that were with him and called the council together and all the senate of the children of Israel and sent to the prison to have them brought. But when the officers came, verse 22, they found them not in prison. They returned uh, and told, and told, saying, verse 23, the prison truly we found, truly found we shut with all safety and the keeper standing without before the doors. But when we had opened, we found no man within. Verse 24, now when the priests and the captain of the, the temple and the chief priest heard these things, they doubted them whereunto this would grow. Verse 25, then came one and told them, saying, Behold, the men whom you put in prison are standing in the temple and teaching the people. And so God used the angels to open the door supernaturally uh, for these, these leaders and release them and, and set them free. Hallelujah. And I just wanted to comment, you know, just uh, that I believe that the angels can assist supernaturally and even in manifesting healing and deliverance. We saw here where, where the shadow was, was bringing healing and deliverance. And so these angels, heaven's angels, can assist 
and, and bringing healing. If you need healing, if you need deliverance, the angels, as we speak forth the word, as I said, the angels assist the word. We can send the word of healing. And those angels have to carry those words of healing to sick bodies as we send those words out. Remember, Jesus said, I'm a man under authority. Uh, uh, the centurion said to Jesus, I'm a man under authority. Speak the word only and uh, my servant will be healed. And so Jesus spoke the word for healing. And just like that centurion had those that were under him that would go. Jesus had angels who assist him and they'll go and they ministered healing because of the faith of that centurion said, just speak the word. You give the command and they'll do it. I understand how authority works. And so we can speak the words and we can send the words of healing and deliverance to those who are, who are sick. And we can believe that as we're uh, approaching people, that the angels will assist us in releasing God's healing power uh, and releasing God's delivering power to those who need deliverance, those who need to be set free. Glory to God. So those angels can assist us in manifesting on earth the healing and the deliverance. Hallelujah. Let healing flow. Let deliverance flow. In the mighty name of Jesus, receive it in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. And may those angels go forth to carry out the healing assignment. Go forth and carry out the delivering assignment to bring glory and honor to the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So these angels are assisting us to carry out our assignment before God. Glory to God. Let me just give you probably a couple more. Uh, go with me now. We're still in, in the book of Acts. Uh, Acts chapter 6 and uh, verse 11. I'm going to look at this in the New Living Translation. Uh, Acts chapter 6 in the New Living Translation in verse 11. Uh, starting in verse 11. And uh, the point I want to bring out here is that uh, I believe that angels can assist as we stand trial for our faith. Again, uh, I believe that the angels can assist us as we stand trial. If we, as you go uh, to a, a lawsuit, as you have a lawsuit for your faith, I believe the angels can assist us as we stand trial for our faith. And as we see in the world, uh, as the world goes more and more ungodly and, and righteous people are, are being tried in courts for, for their release, like the, uh, the coach that was kneeling uh, there at the football field and, and uh, you know, had to go to court for that. Uh, the angels can assist us as we stand in, a, in our legal case uh, for our faith. So look at, look at this with me in Acts chapter six, New Living Translation in verse 11. It says, and so they persuaded some men to lie about Stephen, saying, we heard you blaspheme Moses and even God. Verse 12, this roused the people, the elders and the teachers of the religious law. And then verse 12, it says, so they arrested Stephen and brought him before the high council. He was just standing for his faith, standing for what he believed in, acting on what he believed in. He believed in the true God. In verse 13, it says in the New Living Translation, the lying witnesses said, this man is always speaking against the holy temple and, and against the law of Moses. So people may even begin to speak lies against your faith and, and try to, uh, to get you to, uh, to break from your faith and to try to get you to go against what you believe. So lying witnesses coming against us, Stephen. In verse 14, we have heard him say that this Jesus of Nazareth will destroy the temple and change the customs Moses handed down to us. In verse 15, it says, uh, at this point, 
everyone in the high council or in the court or in the Supreme Court stared at Stephen because his face became as bright as an angel. Hallelujah, hallelujah. So those angels can assist us as we stand in a legal case in a trial for our faith. So we, have, we can stand strong and God will release his angels to assist us uh, as we stand in the human court. They think they have all authority. Uh, they think they have all power. Uh, remember Jesus, when he was tried, uh, 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 he said, uh, uh, I'm king, and uh, they were trying to come against him. What is truth? They were asking, Paul was asking him, what is it? What is truth? And, and, and Jesus said, you can't do anything unless the Father gives you permission to do it. And so we've got to have confidence that as we stand strong for God, he can send his angels to assist us, to help us to carry out what God has for us. Hallelujah. In the mighty name of Jesus. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Uh, let's, let's, let's look at uh, probably one more here. Let's go to Acts chapter 8 and uh, New Living Translation in verse 26. Acts chapter 8, New Living Translation in verse 26. Glory to God. Hallelujah. The point I'm going to bring out here as you go to Acts chapter 8, uh, verse 26, is that uh, angelic messengers help supernaturally in arranging divine appointments to spread God's message to, we're going to say, people of influence. Angelic messengers help supernaturally in arranging divine appointments to spread God's message to people and even to people of influence. Uh, so so God's, God's, God's messengers are, are, are like the calendar organizers. Uh, they're, they're, they're the planners, hallelujah, the supernatural planners that can orchestrate steps and, and plan and arrange situations. They can work on both ends. They can work on, on the sender end, who's the one who's being sent, as well as on the receiver end, the one who needs to receive God's message. So the angels can work and, and orchestrate everything so that those two meet right when they need to meet because of God's supernatural orchestration with the help of angels to help make that connection for the power of salvation, the power of the gospel that can set captives free and can bring people into their, uh, their identity in God and restore them back to their true original image. So many people out in the world have, uh, have broken uh, the image that God originally designed for them. There are people that are uh, not sure of their, of their identity. Uh, they're confused about their identity. They think there's something else than, than what they are. And God uh, wants to wants to uh, work to bring people back into their super, uh, bring them back into their image, and supernaturally arrange situations and circumstances, and bring revelation to bring people back to the to the original image that God has for them. Glory to God. So here in, in Acts chapter eight and verse twenty six, New Living Translation, it says, uh, "As for Peter, an angel of the Lord said to him." So here's an angel working. Go south down. Uh, the desert that uh, desert road that runs from Ju from Jerusalem to Gaza. So Philip, verse twenty-seven. So he started out, and he met a treasurer of Ethiopia, uh, a eunuch of great authority under the Candace, the uh, queen of Ethiopia. The eunuch had gone to Jerusalem to worship. Verse twenty-eight. And now he was returning, seated in his carriage. He was reading aloud from the book of the prophet Isaiah. 
Verse 29, the Holy Spirit said to Philip, go over and walk alongside, walk along beside the carriage. Verse 30, Philip ran over and heard the man reading from the prophet Isaiah. Philip asked, do you understand what you're reading? Verse 31, the man replied, how can I accept someone instructs me? And he urged Philip to come up into the carriage and to sit with him. If you skip down to verse 35. So beginning with this same scripture here in Isaiah, Philip told him the good news about Jesus. Hallelujah. So an angelic me uh, messenger told Philip, go, go down south to that desert that runs down the, the Gaza. And as he was going, there was this Ethiopian uh, treasurer who was seeking to understand what he's reading out of the, out of the, out of the uh, book of Isaiah. And God had assigned Philip and directed him through angelic intervention from to be right there while this Ethiopian uh, treasurer was reading out of the book of, uh, of Isaiah and he had a question and it, and it made a, a divine connection. And, and Philip, beginning at that scripture, explained to him the good news about Jesus. And this man came in to Jerusalem one way and went back home another way. And as an influencer, I think history talks about how he had an influence there in, in Ethiopia, how this unit had, had an influence there in Ethiopia. He was connected to the, uh, to the queen there. And uh, he had an influence because his life was changed. And because he was in a position of influence, he was able to influence uh, positively the lives of others for the kingdom of God, for the kingdom of heaven, glory to God. But it's because a divine intervention of, of one individual, one, one person, Philip, a lay person who was yielding to the spirit of God and who flowed with the spirit of God and with angelic intervention, and he yielded and connected and he obeyed, connected and went to that place where he was directed to go, connected with that lost soul who didn't have the image of God, didn't have the, the purpose of God, didn't have the salvation of God. And he heard the gospel preached to him, which he didn't know and didn't understand by Philip, brought it to him. And he was changed because of that divine connection. So again, angelic messengers can help supernaturally in arranging divine appointments. So we just pray that the angels will go, those who need to know the Father, those who need to know Jesus, that the angels will go forth and, and be a part of, of reaping the harvest and be a part of connecting supernaturally uh, senders and receivers to receive the good news of Jesus Christ. Thank God for the angels who will work in all these situations, in our legal cases, in our, uh, in our physical cases, in deliverances, in spiritual and then uh, uh, provisions in all these different areas. Thank God for giving us all things that pertain to life and godliness, including his angels who are heirs, who are, who are sent to minister to the heirs of salvation. Thank God for his holy angels in Jesus' name. Let's go to God in prayer. Father, we just thank you uh, for this time in your word. We thank you, Father, that you've given us all things that pertain to life and the godliness. <clears throat> we thank you for the angels uh, that you've given to assist us to carry out your word, they can give creative ideas in our workplace so that we can bring glory and honor to you. We can, we can excel supernaturally. So help us, Father, to rise up in our supernatural identity and who we are in you and, uh, and use the resources that you've given to carry out your assignment to bring glory and honor to your name. We pray for those who don't know you. We pray for those who are sick. And even now, Father, we just 
we release your healing power, your healing virtue to those who are sick, uh, and even in our in our in our church family, those who need healing touch. We just release your healing power because there is no distance. Your angels can go on assignment to minister healing and deliverance. We thank you for deliverance for families. We thank you for prospering us. We thank you for ideas, Father, and directing our steps to bring glory and honor to your name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen and amen. Amen. Yes, we do thank God. We praise God for angelic assistance. And again, we talk about supernatural uh, assistance of angels. Praise God. This time I'm going to prepare to uh, to give and uh, they'll put the information there, how you can how you can give online, how you can start. We want to continue to, uh, to be a part of a blessing. We want to always continue to pour out blessings. Uh, but Jesus said it is more blessed to give than to receive. So we want to continue to uh, believe God to, to uh, bless us so that we can be a blessing to the ministry and help to, to see it continue to move forward and to advance in the progress. As we're in these studies, we see that there's so much that needs to be done. Our world needs so much. The world needs the light of Jesus. We need the light to shine bright. We need that light to, to shine strong. So may God strengthen us to continue to give and to bless us and prosper us so that we can be able to give and increase our giving so that we can uh, be a part of helping to accelerate God's kingdom. I talked about the other day about how, uh, you know, how God may hurt as he looks upon the earth and the condition that it's in. But on the bright side, he has his church that he's raised up, his church that will, that, uh, that's receiving more and more revelation to, to, to give and to be a part of blessing his kingdom here on the earth. Uh, we talk about it in Malachi that um, that will we'll be a blessing, bring out tithes and offerings that there may be meat in, the house, in his house. Then he said, prove me now herewith. Will I not open up the windows of heaven for our blessing? So as we give, we supply the meat, we bring this, the spiritual meat and the material meat into the house so that um, the, the things that need to be done in the natural can be done because in the natural world it takes natural resources and, and, and we have that foundation of the natural resources so that we can do the spiritual job of helping to bring freedom and deliverance uh, to those that are lost and helping us to accelerate our lives as we are walking as true disciples. It says we'll know the truth and, uh, we'll be, and the truth makes us free and those who know him are his disciples indeed. So if we become students Disciples mean student. As we grow uh, and mature, then we'll be a great, a greater example to the people of God. So again, uh, there's information there uh, for you to sow and to give to support this great work. Uh, it is a worthy cause, and uh, uh, the investment is worth it. And God will will bless and honor our seeds, and He'll pour out a blessing uh, back to us because we're blessing Him and blessing His kingdom on earth, helping to bring light into the dark places here on the earth. Amen. Praise God. Again, we just uh, thank you in advance for your giving, your sowing, uh, uh, always believe in God for increasing and prospering us so that we can give more and more, you know, uh, uh, just to be able to, to be able to plant, you know, huge uh, amounts of money where you can get to, where we get to the level, we can give millions and, and uh, just, just, just be a blessing because God has been so good to us. Give thousands and just increasing level after level. Uh, because of God's goodness to us. Oh, just, just imagine it thrills his heart. And then giving with the right attitude. He says he loves a cheerful giver. So just you know, having that cheerful attitude that we get to be a part of blessing the kingdom of God here on the earth. 
And then you think about it, out of all he's done for us, someone blessed the kingdom and then our lives will change. And so we want to give so that other lives can be changed. Amen. God bless you. All right, we're going to wrap up at this time. And um, um, thank you again for your attention and your time. We pray uh, that God has spoken to you in whatever area that you've needed uh, answers or directions in and help in. And just continue to meditate on this and continue to, to use uh, these, these words, apostle, and we've, we've ministered to you uh, to, to transform your lives. Not just be hearers, but to be doers or appliers of the word of God and see those results come back into our lives. Amen. All right. We will see you on Sunday morning. If nothing else, uh, uh, we'll say grace, peace, and increase to all of you. God bless you. We love you. God bless you. Bye-bye.